The bakers of Weber's Bread present your all-star Western Theater. Drifting Western Theater, starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage, in music and song and a story of the West. My name is Cottonseed Clark, and here are the Riders of the Purple Sage. Deep within my heart lies a melody, a song of old Santa's home, where in dreams I live with a memory beneath the stars all alone. It was there I found beside the Alamo Enchantment strange as the moon up above Moon that passed, but only she would know Still hears my broken song of love Moon, all your splendor, and only my heart Call back my rose, rose of sand and so sweet and tender, like petals far apart once again, of my love, my own broken song, empty words I know, still live in my heart all alone. For that moonlit path by the Alamo, and rose my rose of fan and song, rose of fan and In the days when the West was wild and the vast range country was unfenced, there was more to ranching than riding and roping and shooting. The cowpunchers had to know how to take care of the herd. They spent a great deal of time keeping the cattle from stampeding and getting into quicksand or running off a cliff. It took skill and experience to fatten and deliver a great herd to market, just as it takes skill and experience to bake good bread like Weber's today. And Weber's bread is good bread. It's well-mixed and well-baked. It has a firm, even texture, golden brown crust, and a distinctive flavor all its own. When you serve Weber's bread at your table, you can be sure that the entire family will enjoy its extra quality. Buy a loaf of Weber's bread next time you go shopping. You'll see it in the familiar blue gingham wrapper, and you'll like it. Here they are, folks, and here it is. The writers of the Purple Sage on another of today's Grand Western Heart Songs, which they have helped to make so popular throughout the country on Majestic Records, Have I Told You Lately That I Love You. Have I told you lately that I love you? Could I tell you once again somehow? Have I said Oh, <laughs> 
I told you why the nights are long when you're not with me? Oh, darling, I'm telling you now. My world would end without a memory of you. I'm no good without you anyhow. cattle town of Benson City is what you might call a one-man town. Dave Benson sees to that, and it's been that way for the 40-some-odd years since he first set foot on the strip of wasteland that is now the thriving little city bearing his name. About the only mark on Dave Benson's honesty and integrity is his wayward nephew, Todd Benson, who spends so much time figuring out ways to extract money from his uncle that he has very little or no time for usefulness. With such a situation on hand, as unimportant as it may seem, suppose we visit in Benson City for a spell and see what transpires when the riders of the Purple Sage wander into town. There's no particular reason why Benson City is the recipient of their wandering, unless it's because things got a little too hot for them in Rocktown, 60 miles back down the road. Say, this ain't a bad-looking little town. Yeah, it looks all right. Well, I don't see nothing special about it. Rocktown suited me, and you two guys got us in Dutch for the sheriff. Oh, we didn't do nothing. Ah, we just started a little old fight with the barkeep in that saloon's all. Sure. Yeah, and when everybody got through choosing sides, it looked more like the Battle of Bull Run. Ah, why, you wasn't doing so bad yourself, Dean. Well, what'd you expect me to do? Stand by and see you guys get massacred? Yeah. Let's pull up here. There's a barber shop, and I need a shave. Oh, there's a saloon, and I sure need a drink of uh, water. Yes, sir. Oh, no. I'll see you guys in a few minutes. Now, see if you can keep out of trouble in there, too. You're a fine one to be a-talking. Now, John Benson, we'll let me on. Just have a seat, friend. We'll get to you in a minute. That's all right. No hurry. You better trim my hair around the temples a little closer, Keenidge. Mm, all right, Todd. Yeah. Aim to please, you know. The fine new issue of Kepler's Weekly over there, friend. Much quiet. How's uh, old Dave getting on these days, Tom? Yeah, pretty good, I reckon. Mm. So busy counting his money, he don't have much time for coming into town. Well, he's got plenty of it to count. And it'll all be earned someday, won't it, Well, I'm beginning to have my doubts. He's getting healthier every day. Mm. Don't give up hope, Todd. Oh, uh, yeah, that'll do it. Now, tell me, is, there any, is that all you want? <laughs> Haven't you forgotten something? <laughs> By George, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's your special bottle of colony water for the hair. Yeah, that's right. Mm. You know, you're the only man in town with an exclusive bottle of colony water, Tom. That's right. I like to smell different than other men. Mm. Well, 
Well, this particular brand has one of the most unusual stinks of smell. Yes. Ah, yes. uh, there. There you are, Dodd. All finished. That will be set five cents all told. All right. There you are. I'll see you next week, Tina. All right, Dodd. Bye. Now, friend, uh, what will be for you? Oh, I reckon a shave will do. Yes, sir. Just have a seat right here, and teenage Cotter will have you shaved before you take that. Well, you might take it a little slower since you're going to use a razor. Mm. Uh, just figure feet, friend, just figure feet. Say, what is that loud smelling stuff you put on that fella? Oh, that's Empress Agnes Cloney water for the hair. They can't serve you with that thick of odor, friend. Keep it exclusive for Todd Benson. One of my best customers. Now I have a special smell in tonic here. That oh, no, 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 thanks, Todd. Rather smell just like a dude. Mm, I see. <laughs> Yes, well, Todd likes to make stuff. He's in line to inherit all old Dave Minton's money someday. Dave's his uncle. Rich as Jay Gould, Dave is. But uh, he ain't going to die anytime soon, I'm afraid. I not know how to make a drink called H2O. Now, ain't that a fine come-off, a barkeep that don't know how to mix an H2O? I never hear of such a drink. Oh, come on, Al. Tell him what you want and quit picking on him. He wants a glass of water, friend. A glass of water? But he asked Lopez to make him a H2O. Well, that's what a glass of water is, H2O. My name is Lopez. Well, what's that got to do with? With what? Well, you got me there. Now, look, Lopez, water and H2O are one and the same. Now, do I get the drink? Uh, which you want? Well, I got myself into this, so I reckon I'll take water. Well, why'd you not say so? We not have any water. Well, that takes care of that. Say, what's that smell? What's That's that? me. Well, you're brave to admit it, stranger. Look, friend, I don't like your attitude. And I don't like your smell. All right, Floyd, all right. Take it easy. Yeah, he don't mean nothing back, friend. Very well, I'll accept his apology. Good day to you. Now, who do you reckon he is? Well, it ain't none of our business. Who are you? Well, I see that you two ain't in any trouble yet. Well, it ain't his fault that he ain't. Then let's stir up a little. Yeah, let's do it. You're always looking for trouble. Why don't you guys try and be a little bit peaceful for a change? Say, there's a card game going on. Let's play for a while. That's a good idea. Yeah, and try to keep your nose out of the game when you're not one of the players. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dean, you're old-fashioned. No, well, maybe I am, but I'll live longer that way. That is, if you two don't get me killed in the meantime... Hey, there's that feller that thinks the pretty setting in on the game. Yeah, I ran across him over at the barber shop. Name's Todd Benson. He's going to inherit a lot of money or something. Well, from the looks of those fellers he's playing cards with, he's going to lose it first and inherit it later on. Yeah. Let's get a load of this. Okay. All right, Todd. Here's a hundred dollars worth of chips. Make it two hundred, Pharaoh. I'm out to take you men tonight. You sure you can pay off if you lose? Oh, I got a couple of hundred on me. Besides, ain't my I.O.U. any good? If you promise to talk your uncle out of it, yeah. Ah, don't worry about me, Pharaoh. I'll make my debts good one way or the other. Then deal a card. Well, then, cleans me out of chips, Pharaoh. Let me have another stack. And start writing your name on a piece of paper. Sure, sure. Come over here a minute, boy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. All right. You fellas yeah, see what I see? Sure, that right. payroll guy and his partner are really trimming this business, fellas, but good. Yeah, they're as crooked as a barrel of snakes. Well, is that any of our business? Could be. 
Let's watch the game a while longer and see what happens. Yeah, right, it's on. still none of our business. Oh, Dean, you're worse than an old maid school teacher. All right, Todd. I'll bet you $50. Well, that lets me out. I'll call you and raise you 100 Call and raise you 100 I haven't got that much money. All right, Todd, I'll tell you what I'll do. You can play as much behind as you like. And I'll take your IOU for it. Well, in that case, here's where I get even. Yeah? I'll call you 100 and raise you 500 Sure, you're playing pretty steep poker, ain't you, Todd? I'll get the money from my uncle in a couple of days. That is, if I lose. Then see if you can get another 500 Because I'm raising you that much. Wait, wait, I reckon this has gone high enough. I'll call with four nines and take the money. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> I was lucky enough to fill a straight flush. Now, look here, Farrell. You dealt them cards. Uh, careful when you talk, Todd. Now, start writing me an IOU for a grand total of $1,650. Well, all right. But you'll give me a few days, won't you? Well, it's a Thursday. You've got till Monday morning. If it was me, I would never pay you. Hey, now, you keep out of this. Well, stranger, it don't happen to be you. And if it was, you'd pay just like he's gonna. Not when you make a straight flush dealing from the bottom of the deck. Now, look here, Farrell. If that's the way Shut you... up, Todd. All right, boys, gather around. We're going to have a little fun throwing a stranger out of here. There's two strangers, partner. That's a lie. There's three. All right, boys, out with them. Ah, 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 now see what you got us into. Yeah, jail. Yeah, with steel bars yet. Well, let's see if we can get a little sleep. I feel like I've been run through a sausage grinder. Boy, somebody really let me have one on the chin. It's swallowing up something awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always getting us in trouble. Oh, quit grabbing, Dean. That won't get us out of this can. Yeah, and if you'd listened to me, we wouldn't have been here at all. Yeah. Well, this ain't no time to argue. I'm going to hit the hay. Hay? What you call hay is a dozen boards with an old dirty bed sheet thrown over. Well, let's hit the boards, hay. Well, they at least ought to bring you something to eat. It's getting close to noon, and there ain't been nobody around this place. Well, we've been here, and from the looks of things, we ain't about to go nowhere. Yeah. You know, it is kind of funny. That sheriff ain't showed up all morning. Oh, here comes somebody now. Can you see who it is? No, my eyes can't see around the curve in this cell. <laughs> all right, Tom, but I'm going to have to lock you up. Sounds pretty stirred up about this. But I'm telling you, Sheriff, I didn't do it. I know, but the circumstances are against you, Todd, and I'm sorry. All right, but I tell you, Sheriff, I'm innocent. It's Todd Benson. Wonder what he's into. Jail. Oh, he's bringing them back here. I hate to have to do this, Todd. I know the law's the law. Got some company for us, Sheriff? Well, boys, we meet again. Well, what they got you in here for? I'll keep informed of developments. All right, Sheriff, but I tell you again, I didn't do it. Honest, I didn't. You sound like you was in for murder, Benson. Yeah, that's what they call him. I'm accused of killing my uncle last night, but, boys, I didn't do it. Well, don't you have an alibi? Yeah, but I can't prove my alibi. Hmm. Well, I haven't seen my uncle since yesterday morning. Well, uh, what makes them figure you're guilty of killing him? Oh, it's that cologne water I use. They claim they could smell it all over the room. Well, it has got a potent smell, all right. Yeah, and I'm the only person around here that uses this stuff. 
But I had not been in my uncle's room, not even in the house, believe me. Well, then how did the smell of that colony water get there? Oh, I can't figure it out to save me. But I got an idea. I know one who might have a reason for doing it. Who? Harold Lang, the man I was gambling with last night. Well, why do you want to kill your uncle? Well, last night after the fight had cleared away and the sheriff had taken you boys in, Harold followed me out in the front of the saloon. I'll do the best I can, honest I will. The best is cash on the barrel head. And if it don't deliver, I'm going to your uncle myself. No. No, don't do that, Farrell. I'm in line to inherit his money, and that'll ruin everything. Let me handle it, please, will you? And don't forget, it's my money or else. Oh, I'll, I'll get it, Farrell. I know where old Uncle Dave keeps a lot of cash, and I know how to get it. What are you... You know where he keeps some money? He... Yeah, he has several thousand dollars he keeps hidden in the fireplace mat. Uh-huh. Just leave it to me, could have done it. I know it, but I can't prove it, boys. The evidence points to me. When I told him I hadn't been near Uncle Dave's room, naturally the smell of the cologne water made me out a liar. Hey, Sheriff, let me out of here. Have you lost your cotton picking mind? Here, here, here. What's going on in here? I got to get out of here, Sheriff. Now, ain't that too bad. I guess you want out so you can go tear up another saloon, huh? Honest, Sheriff, I'm serious. You don't say. All right, how much is my fine? $30 a piece or you stay put for 30 days. Okay, Floyd, you and Dean start digging for gold. I got $15. In the meantime, what happens to us? Well, that's up to the sheriff. Come on, let me have 10 bucks a piece. I'm getting out of here. 10 bucks a piece? Hey, that makes $35. Yeah, I know. See you later. Uh, how do you think, John? Need another Kinez cut a not, not today, Keenage. I want some information. Well, I'm the biggest gossip in town. What can I tell you? Tell me this. Have you sold anybody any of that colony water besides Todd Benson? Impersagna? Not a drop. Keep it exclusive for Todd. But now that he's in jail for killing his uncle, I reckon I'll put it up for public consumption. You like a little sound? Oh, not for me. Where do you keep the bottle? I never touch the stuff, son. Bad from the liver. No, no, no. I'm talking about the bottle of colony water. Oh, oh, the Empress. Well, keep her right here in this drawer. Hmm. Well, now, what do you know about that? I know it's gone. It sure is. That, well, what do you know? Here it is, way back in the back of the drawer. Can you tell if any of it's gone? Hmm, can't be too sure. Does look a little emptier than it's supposed to be. Look, Keenage, how long will the smell of this stuff last? Mm, couldn't last more than an hour at the most. Only cost 15 cents a bottle. Of course, uh, that's confidential. Well, I won't tell her so. Mm, thank you. Now, if I sprinkled some of this junk in a room and closed all of the windows, then how long would it last? Mm, in a case like that, it'd smell for a whole day. Now, uh... Here is an odor you might like better, my own mixture. Evening in Benson City, I call it. Oh, no, no, not, not, not today, Keene. No? And just in case you'd like to know, someone sneaked in here last night and stole about two cents worth of your Empress Agnes. Now, that ain't right for anyone to do a thing like that. That's what happened, Sheriff. Somebody entered that barber shop during the night, 
stole that colony water, went to Benson's, killed him, and then sprinkled Todd's colony all over the place. That sounds reasonable enough, but how can you prove it? Go with me and let's have a talk with Pharaoh. I don't reckon it'll do any harm. Come on, let's go. Sheriff Martin, Pharaoh. Just a minute, Sheriff. Now, you remember what to do, Sheriff? Yes, yeah, sure, I know. Oh, hello, Sheriff. What can I... Oh, so you got the stranger with it. Thought you had him in jail. That's right, Pharaoh, except I'm using him for a witness while I'm rounding up information on Todd Benson. Sure, come in, come in. Like this, Pharaoh, it looks mighty bad for Todd, and I... I'm sorry to hear that, Sheriff. I didn't have nothing again, Todd. And I hate that it was the money he owed me that drove him to robbery and murder. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. Say, there's a mighty sweet smell in this room, Sheriff. Yeah. I don't smell nothing. More than likely some special hair tonic he used, Pharaoh. When a fellow's confined in a room with it, he can't smell it himself. What do you mean? That's the same smell that we use as evidence against Todd. I thought he was the only fellow in town what used that stuff. You guys must be loco. I don't smell nothing. Well, I told you why you couldn't smell it, Pharaoh. Now, look now, here. Now, you... just a minute. You must have got some of it on your clothes, Pharaoh. What are you driving at, Sheriff? Oh, just got to thinking. If everybody has got some of that sweet-smelling colony water, and we ain't got no case against Todd Benson, it could have been anybody's. It could even have been you, Pharaoh. Are you trying to accuse me of strangling old man Benson? Yeah, it wasn't a second ago, but I am now. Now, don't make a move towards your gun. You're carrying this too far, Sheriff. Just far enough to hang you, Pharaoh. Huh? Outside of me and my deputies and the stranger here, no one knew how old Dave Benson died. Tell me, how'd you know he was strangled to death, Pharaoh? Well, I, uh, I just figured that he was... You figured you'd pin the whole thing on Todd Benson. You won't get by with this. And that's for you, stranger. Oh, sure. All right, come on, Pharaoh. You're going to change places with Todd Benson. What are we leaving Benson City for? We're heroes. Ah, things are a little too peaceful. The town's dead from the bottom up. I'll tell you what, Dean. You stay and me and Floyd will ride on. Right, Floyd? Yeah, I'm with you. Well, suits me. I'm a peaceful-loving man myself. You guys act like you've been eating local wheat. Well, good luck to you, Dean. Yeah, we'll ride back through someday and visit with you and the wife and all the kids. Yeah. Well, I ain't even married. No, but you will be if you settle in Benson City. Well, uh... Maybe I was a little hasty. Uh, I guess I'll try to while along with you fellas. Yeah, that's what I thought. Let's make tracks out of here. Drifting along, singing a song. The riders of the Purple Sage, folks. And here they come again, riding in to sing another of your favorite Western songs. I was wrong. Men sing. I was wrong, dear, when I left you. I was wrong to turn you down. Never dreamed how much I'd miss you. Till my head started spinning round and round. Oh, I was wrong. I found out since I've been gone. You were right, little 
Sterling and the boys would kind of like to liven things up a bit with another of their special instrumental novelties, featuring Johnny Paul on fiddle, Bud Seifert on accordion, and Hank Caldwell's bass. Here is what happens to Sweet Georgia Brown. Texas Longhorns were a nervous breed of cattle, and the cowpunchers had to guard against startling a herd bedded down for the night. That's why a cowboy would sing a low, quiet song or ballad when he was on night duty. It soothed the cattle and let them know his presence was familiar and friendly. Nighthawks, as these cowboys were called, originated and developed many of the songs you hear on this program. The bakers of Weber's Bread enjoy recreating the atmosphere of the Old West on the All-Star Western Theater just as they take pride in supplying your community with the finest bread. And Weber's bread really is good bread. For breakfast, lunch, or dinner, you'll find that your entire family will like the firm, even texture and distinctive flavor of the bread in the blue gingham wrapper. So buy Weber's bread when you go shopping. of the West, from out of the West, with a real song of the West. From Trail of the Lonesome Pine, the riders of the Purple Sage sing one of the grandest songs of the West ever written, Twilight on the Trail.
debt to pay Till I understand what real contentment means Yes, I was born that way When it's twilight on the trail And my Jimmy and myself and all of the writers of the Purple Sage. It's been mighty nice visiting with you, and we'll all look forward to the same pleasure next week at this same time. Drifting along, singing a song under a western From Hollywood, you've heard your all-star western theater, a B.M. Bear production starring America's great western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage, whose latest Republic all-color picture is Out California Way. My name is Cottonseed Clark. This program came to you from Columbia Square. KMX Los Angeles, the voice of Hollywood.